hurt. Yeah. I've had half a toenail fall off, I think, because I got um, athlete's foot from the damn nail shop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, it was I, disgusting. I just polished the little skin. Okay, so what I did when this happened to me is <laughs> I was just, um, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I was comfortable with it. I didn't even polish my skin. I was just, like, walking around with, like, half toenail on. I didn't even care. I was like, ah, whatever. <laughs> it's on, y'all. What you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care. So I think, like, one day... I was sitting there just with my feet out <laughs> and my friend looked at my feet and she was like, hmm, she's like, is your toenail, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. I was like, I think I athletes put from the, from the um, nail salon. I was like, it'll grow back. That's what I Googled or whatever. Oh no. So I think I got, yeah. <laughs> I, I had like the little foot fungus cream. Like, you know, I was like putting it on every night. Like I was like, I guess that I was like, this is not my fault. The lady who did my toes and put my feet in that nasty, dirty ass pedicure uh, bathtub, it's oh, her right. fault. It's her fault. So okay. I was fine with it. I was like, oh, lesson learned. <laughs> so my friend was like, no, what you need to do is go up to the um, the student like hair school where they're getting their cosmetology licenses. And she was mm-hmm. like, they will um, basically put a fake nail on your toe. Interesting. And I was like, they're not going to want to not deal with me because I have fungus on my foot. Right. <laughs> and she was like, no, they, they won't care. They, they actually do it all the time. The students. They're learning. This so, they're yeah, I got it done. I think, you know, the, at the cosmetology school, it's like, you know, everything costs like 10 or $15. So I got it done for cheap. And girl, they put a fake nail on my toe and mm-hmm. drilled it down. And it looked like a brand new toe. <laughs> Please don't say they drilled it down. <laughs> Yeah, they shaped it, you know, they shaped it. <laughs> I walked out with a brand new show. <laughs> and yeah, I would have never had that if my friend just wasn't sitting there looking at my damn feet. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Single Dog Mom. I am your host, Shayna. And of course, number two for me is my co-host, my three-year-old French Bulldog, Luke. All right. So um, in that anything goes combo, y'all, when I say anything goes, anything can definitely go. Anything can be discussed when I'm on the phone chatting with friends. Um, So in that playback, you heard me talking to a friend about toes and fungus. Um, It is so crazy. Like immediately when I was listening to this playback, I was thinking about how, remember when you were a kid and you would just kind of like linger around because your like parents were talking or maybe one of your parents was on the phone and you wanted to like hear the the gossip of what's going on, you know? And now that I'm older, I'm like, I don't be talking about shit. Like when I'm on the phone with my friends, we legitimately are just like talking about something random, you know? Like I don't necessarily always have... um like these deep ass conversations with my friends sometimes i'll just like we'll just be on the phone talking about whatever comes up you know what i mean and so my friend has kids and i noticed that sometimes her kids will like kind of linger and try to listen to what we're talking about um one day she told i think she told her daughter like get out you're trying to be nosy and listen to what's going on i was like yeah girl we ain't even over here talking about nothing and it was funny because it was true like we were on the phone and we were on FaceTime, but we were not even talking about anything. So it was just like a funny little, um, you know, 
memory because I remember being that age and dying to hear what my parents are talking about. So anyway, but um, the topic at hand, so foot fungus, um, this, I'm, I'm happy um, that that has never happened to me again. Um, but yeah, so this is actually what scarred me and scarred and scared me into like not going to get pedicures anymore. It is very, very rare that I'll go to get a pedicure because I just, I feel, I just feel scarred. I, I know for a fact, like that was the only, I know for a fact that back then, this is whenever I got the foot fungus, I know I was saying athlete's foot in the recording, but now that I Googled it, I think it was just, I don't think it was athlete's foot, but it was definitely a fungus. Um, but anyway, once I, um, once I got the, the foot fungus, like all squared away back then, this was like maybe in 2008, this was like a long time ago. Um, but I was like, dude, how could I have gotten a fungus? And it dawned on me, like, I used to faithfully get pedicures like every two weeks. You know what I mean? My, I would get my feet and my nails done. And that's what, and I, you know, we hear about how um, unsanitary some of those um, nail salons can be. And I definitely don't think that I, I had like one of those individual plastic bags that they'll sometimes like, you know, have and they'll change out um, so that you don't touch the actual machine. Um, I know back then they weren't using those plastic bag things. Um, so anyway, point is that I know I got the fungus from the nail shop and I was just like, yeah, bro, I'm not not going to be spending too much more time getting pedicure. So now I have my own little station and, um, I have like the, it's not one of those jet feet bathtub. It's just like a regular, um, box thing, like a plastic box that I use to soak my feet. I have my petty, um, Amapay thing. I have like the whole pedicure thing and I'll just do my pedicures myself. Y'all. The only thing I really miss about getting pedicures is a foot massage. I love massages. Um, so that's probably the only thing I miss, but I don't miss it enough to go get a pedicure. Like if I wanted a massage, I can just, there's places out here that just are foot massage places, you know? So I could just go to one of those um, or I could just get an actual massage. But anyway, I hope I didn't gross you guys out too much <laughs> sitting over there talking about foot fungus, but it is definitely a reality. Um, as I was looking up athlete's foot and foot fungus and all this kind of stuff, I found out that Medical experts estimate that, oh my God, onychomycosis, onychomycosis affects one in 10 people overall. Toenail fungus is very common, especially as people get older. So again, it's a reality. I'm hoping that that was the only time that happened to me ever, ever. It, I don't ever want to experience that again, but if it does happen to you or anything like that, just know that it you know, it can happen. It happens to one in 10 people. All right, you guys. So it is time for this week's hot dog topic. Hot dog topics is current events, but make it relatable and make it about dogs. All right. So I wanted to do something a little spooky, a little creepy for you guys, right? So we are six, yeah, six days away from Halloween. I wanted to do some kind of hot dog topic that was a little scary for you. So I might insert some dramatic music right here. Are you guys ready to be spooked? 
Are you ready to be scared with this hot dog topic? So, here's the thing. There is no way that anyone can scare me into doing something. Like, if I want to do something, I have my heart, you know, set on it. I'm just going to, like, pretty much, I'm just going to do it. One of my favorite quotes, it goes, I'm, I don't know if this is a full quote, but it says, like, your intuition does not need vetting by a full committee. Meaning that if I know what I'm about to do, I don't need to ask anyone. I don't need to discuss this with anyone, right? I don't need to discuss this with a full committee. I'm just, just going to do it, right? Um, so it's interesting to me when... Um, when um, sometimes advice is given for things that's just like, damn, you need advice for that? You know what I mean? So here, here's the thing. There's this post circulating on um, social media. It was, I think this post started about a month ago, a month-ish ago. It's a scary post. So homeboy is a guy, he goes like, he's like, yeah, so, you know, I'm trying to talk to my friend, you know, he tripping, he's trying to divorce his wife and I'm trying to let him know that don't be single out here. You don't want to be single. We ain't having fun out here. The, the streets ain't for you. Like the, the streets ain't for you. Go ahead and make it work with your wife and stuff like that, you know? And so what I'm saying is, why are, like, don't try to scare me into staying married. You know what I mean? I don't even know what happened with that. I wish I could find the, um, the post, but I, I don't remember. I don't remember who posted it or where I saw it posted, but I do remember it being very popular. And people were like, oh my God, yeah, like, stay married you know like y'all it don't work like that <laughs> it does not work like that if you're listening and you are single and you think or I mean, you could possibly even be married I'll tell you why so if you think that it is just as easy as saying to somebody you know and I, I realized that it was like you know a joke but I think there's some truth in in that because of what they're just supposed to be, right? Like you're supposed to work things out. You're supposed to like stay together through thick and thin, sickness and health, all that. Like, I think there is, it was a joke, um, but I think there's truth in it as well. And you'd be surprised how many people um, were like backing this guy up. Like, yeah, like stay married, work it out. But again, it does not work like that. Um, I remember going through my own things with my own marriage and you know, people at first, and, and, and honestly, at first I did want to work it out. Like this was the first time we were going to think about getting a divorce. I totally did not want a divorce, but then the second time I completely wanted the divorce. So the first time this happened, like people were like, Oh my God, stay together. Like, please like try. I didn't even need people to tell me that because I wanted to try, you know what I mean? But this time, like telling me to please try and please work on it. It's just like, no, I don't know what that man was going through. I don't know why he was wanting to leave his wife. Um, but I just have to, like, you just kind of have to trust people on their their feelings and like what they want to do. You know what I mean? I hope that makes sense. Like, there's a difference between gently and curiously just asking, hey, are you sure about that decision? This is gonna, you know, this is this is this is the rest of your life. Are you sure? You know, there's way to 
just genuinely as a friend or as family be concerned and show that you care by helping them think something through or providing perspective. But then there's a whole other side where it's just like, no, um, I'm not going to do this. And you're not going to like try to give me all these reasons. Or like I said, scare me into thinking that I just need to go ahead and stay married. And on the contrary, you know, it's the same for people who are single and, you know, they can be kind of like scared into being in a relationship. Oh, you're getting old. Oh, this, this and that, you know, dude, just, just let us live. So for this spooky season, do not get caught slipping, getting scared into or scaring someone (laughs) into or out of a relationship. And last but not least, this would not be Hot Dog Topics without in some way making this about Luke. Um, So on the subject of being scared, y'all, when Luke gets scared, it is so funny. (laughs) Like, okay, so in my apartment, this is something that's, I don't know where this is more common, like if it's more of an East Coast thing or if it's more of a like New York, New Jersey only thing, but like the buzzers to let to buzz somebody up to your apartment. I've never had a buzzer until I moved to New Jersey. So if, for example, if Amazon comes, um, if whoever is coming to deliver a package, everything downstairs is locked. We don't have a doorman. We don't have a front desk or anything like that. So you have to buzz your, your guests in or enter a code. Now on all of my Amazon purchases, it does say the code for the door. So I don't know why sometimes they like still click the buzzer, but whatever. It can happen in the middle of the night. This buzzer has gone off like first thing in the morning. So what happens is when the delivery person cannot, I think they just like press every apartment's thing, you know, they don't just, it's, it's annoying, but I think they just press everybody's. So when that buzzer goes off, first of all, it is loud. It is loud and obnoxious. It's very annoying. I have been like pissed on a number of occasions because I'm just like, who the hell is buzzing my apartment? at seven in the morning. I didn't order, and if I know for a fact that I didn't order anything, I'm just not even, I'm gonna act like I didn't hear it. But if it wakes me up, I'm tripping. So Lou, every time the buzzer like goes off, dude, he just gets so up in arms. It is ridiculous how anxious he gets. And I can like, you can hear it. So Luke's reaction to everything is he will bark. And the best way to describe Luke's bark is like, he is a little dog, but Luke has a big ass bark. (laughs) So whenever I first moved here, my nephew, um, you know, met Luke or whatever, my little nephew, um, and somebody had knocked on the door and Luke starts barking and it scared the hell out of my nephew. He's like, whoa, he was like, T.T. Shayna, you didn't tell me that Luke had such a big bark? And I was like, oh yeah, my bad. He, He barks like a grown man. But anyway, so he'll be barking when the buzzer goes off, but then he'll also like cry. So it's like a, like a ferocious bark coupled with like a very scared cry. (laughs) And it is so funny. And like, what I, I know, I like, I usually do laugh a lot of times when this happens, but like, once I snap out of it, I'll realize that he's scared. And then I'll like, be like, oh my God, it's okay, mama. So I usually do console him. 
but y'all it is so hilarious if you guys don't follow me on instagram please follow the um, podcast i'm actually posting a lot more on my stories so you can follow the podcast at single dog mom pod and um next time that happens next time I, i will try to catch it on video so that you guys can see and hear luke's bark cry All right, you guys, so before we get into my weekly confession, I do want to let you know how you can connect and keep up with us during the week. So if you have any questions or you want to share your opinion with the podcast, email us at hello at singledogmompod.com and follow us on Instagram at singledogmompod. All right, so my confession today is biting my tongue is hard. Being the bigger person is hard. Not doing people how they do me is hard. Um, right now, <laughs> I, right now I'm biting my tongue. Right now I really want, um, you know, clearly going, experiencing something that um, is kind of making me react and making me want to say all these things. But I think that if there's one thing that I'm mostly um, like or admire and commend myself for is the fact that I do, um, I am careful with my words when it comes to like, you know, personal relationships, when it comes to professional relationships, um, a few of the things that come to mind, um, some of the best advice that I've gotten was actually from a a former boss of mine. Um, she, I think I had responded like pretty like nasty to an email that, I mean, I felt like, I felt like they came for me. So I came back at them and my boss was like, look, I see, I, I, I understand. I would have been bad too, but never respond to an email while you're mad. Um, and you know, you can definitely, res- you can, Type up your message, but leave it in your drafts until you've had time to think about it, go outside, get some fresh air, even sleep on it. Like, but do not respond to emails while you're mad. And that advice that she gave me really helped me (laughs) throughout the rest of my, you know, time there and still really does help me in my career now. Um, Even the other day in therapy, I was talking to my therapist and he said, I think I, I mentioned something about how, like, you know, I don't like sweeping things under the rug how I like to just address things and like, you know, have them just be talked about then. And, you know, he gave me some advice on um, how to navigate that. Because while it is um, great to address things and, you know, not sweep things under the rug, there's a time and a place for everything. And there is a way um, that you approach situations. And just being that like, no, we're going to talk about this right now, like kind of thing, like that's not always helpful. And it definitely doesn't help conversations um, with people who you're like trying to resolve conflict with. So anyway, he was trying to like help me understand how it's good, but also like be careful with um, with that. Um, yeah, so I, I, I guess I'm saying all this to say... Um, even though my confession today is not necessarily the confession that I really want to say, um, I think this is still a very important topic because um, 
obviously more people could benefit from, you know, biting their tongue. Um, but unfortunately, sometimes people don't say things and, and situations go awry just because like you didn't say something that you probably should have said. Um, but here's, I guess here's how I, how I feel about it. I'm a very, I I don't, I don't know. I, I can't really say that I'm an emotional person, but I will say that when I am going through something, I like to feel all of my emotions. That's something that's very important to me. Like if I'm sad, I need to be sad. I just need to like let that sadness go through me. If I'm happy, I want to be happy. You know what I mean? If if some if I feel like crying, if something is making me tear up, I don't like to hold back my tears. I just like to cry, <laughs> you know, because I don't like to hold that kind of stuff in me. If I just release it, it will it 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 helps me is what is what I found. Um, I found a really good quote that kind of like helps me um, drive my like point home here. And it says, never speak from a place of hate, jealousy, anger, or insecurity. Evaluate your words before you let them leave your lips. Sometimes it's best to be quiet. And I like that because although I am, you know, although I bite my tongue, um, it doesn't mean that I'm, it doesn't mean that I'm not saying what I want to say for someone else. I'm biting my tongue for myself. I am being the bigger person for myself. Because if I didn't bite my tongue, if I actually said what was on my mind, it would totally be out of a place of hate, jealousy, anger, insecurity. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean by I have to feel my emotions and let the, let all the feelings, you know, work work their way through me and then say what I need to say. Um, yeah, that, that, that helps me out a lot. Um, and I think that the conversation or, you know, the thing that's kind of troubling me right now that I really want to say, I can't say it yet because I'm so pissed off and, um, I just kind of need to, I, I kind of, I need to just let that wear off first and then maybe I'll be able to, um, address this. Yeah. And lastly, another quote. I love quotes if you guys can't tell. It's actually a song verse, but I think the best person who does this, the best person who doesn't respond or anything like that, who just like, you know, should get an award for all the shit that people talk about them. And they're just like, all right, whatever, is Beyonce. Of course, Beyonce has been in the news so many times for things that, you know, good and bad. So many, like, so much gossip about her. So many people talking about her. And this verse, I think about all the time, too, when, I, when I'm feeling like this. Girl, Beyonce said, always stay gracious. Best revenge is your paper. Period. That's it. And that's that's me. I'm staying gracious. Not that I want to get revenge, but the best revenge is my paper. 